Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Getting back to the calls, open lines can be on any subject, any direction you want to take the show. But let's start with the wildcard line where Gino is in St. Louis on Coast to Coast AM. Gino? Hello, Ian, and happy belated birthday to you. Thank you very much. Welcome to the 60s club. <laughs> um, I, uh, it, ain't, it ain't that bad. You'll be fine. I, I'm um, just still getting used to saying it. It's weird. I can't spit it out. Strange. It is strange. But you know what? It just it, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, you're mm-hmm. as old as you feel. That's exactly right. Now, uh, I wanted to talk about the COVID uh, virus. Um, I can tell you I had a little time on my hands yesterday afternoon. So I looked up on Google um, what countries were affected the most to, to least, and I got a list of about 25 countries. And then I looked up what stock markets, what country stock markets were affected the most to the least. And I got another list of about 15 countries. And one country that was on neither list, this is intriguing, is Russia. Russia isn't yeah. being really affected, and they're not being affected from a monetary standpoint either. Now, George always says, Ian, follow the money. It's my idea, and I just, you know, it's just a you know, conspiracy theory that some entity, maybe a country, maybe it's Russia, or some people made money off of this thing. Oh, that I'd would like to know me. who made money off of it. And if anybody knows out there, or if they think that maybe Russia has some nefarious purposes with, with this particular virus, maybe they, they put it out there. I'm not saying they did. I'm no, just no. saying Putin is capable of it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think the follow up on it. I want you to your your what you think. No, 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 no. Uh, let's talk about it right now. Uh, I'll I'll say uh, before you go. I would just say that I think this is interesting because I think one of the things you also have to look at is the style of government for who's on those lists, and totalitarian regimes have done much better fighting off the coronavirus. They do. Because they, there is no assumption of individual or civil rights. And in that way, a country like Russia can do whatever it wants and does with impunity. So this is what happened in a large degree, too, even in uh, other countries in Asia. And then when Italy adapted that same model and just shut everything down, uh, it, it too, experienced success in containing the spread of the virus. So I would look right away at how fast did the Russian government react to the initial Chinese reports and what did they do that prevented it from becoming a calamity and therefore not impacting any of their financials? First of all, they have a very, their economy is not very strong. So no, it's not. Yeah. So they, I mean, the idea of like a Russian stock market or something like that, I mean, I know it exists, but it's a very, it's not, a lot of it is just kind of a facade. I, I, I think most people would tell you it's not Well, I agree. A, I'm just saying that from a movie standpoint, what a great premise for a wonderful right. movie sure. where somebody walks out with trillions of dollars by pulling off something like this and betting against the stock market. Well, I think this was actually the... Weeks, they could have made a couple of trillion. Yeah, I mean, if you really look at it in a lot of ways, this has been used as a plot device in James Bond movies already. And I think that the that concept, though, I think it's I think what you did there it was a very interesting analysis 
and I, I, what somebody was sending out something on Twitter where they're like, isn't it interesting that there's been so few cases in India, like India was somehow involved. But if you actually look at it, the, like the day after the announcement from China, India snapped into action and they, they realized with a densely populated country, they could take no chances. And they too went to some fairly draconian measures immediately. And they were able to stave off um, I think the deaths are under a hundred or something like that. Last time I checked in India, so I, I do think that that's relevant. In. What's that? I said thank you for your insight. Yeah, I mean, I think, but I think you made a really interesting case. I think that that is something we should always look at. And following the money is good, but I think there will often be people who bet on disasters all the time. That's how they make their money. They they know how to when there's a you know, when there's a, a tsunami, they know what immediately to invest in in that country because they know that that, that industry is going to th- thrive for like, uh, you know, the next six months and they know when to get out. So I think there is a, there are people who are disaster traders in that way. Uh, first time caller line, Steve is in Quincy, California. Steve? Steve, are you still with us? Okay, uh, west of the Rockies, Mitchell is in Seattle. Mitchell. Thank you for taking my call, Ian. And sure. uh, first, I would like to start with, uh, I I believe I had this coronavirus. I'm not sure. Um, it might have been the regular flu. It was the end of January. It was right at the beginning when the thing was circulating around but um yeah well seattle was kind of a ground zero right i mean you were getting yeah. it pretty hard so that's there. the thing well i i play hunches and I'm, my hunches are usually pretty good and i'm pretty sure that this wasn't a regular flu i've had the flu before I, i'm not sure if you have but uh not in a long time have you not in a long time no yeah but but you remember the symptoms right I had so one bad flu like 20 years ago, and yeah, I remember that really yeah, well. Yeah, it was the, the, the achy bones. Oh, my God, it was crazy. The shakes, you know, yeah. you were just weak. and you. I felt I had Ebola. I felt like I was waiting to bleed out of yeah, my eyes. No, it was, it's, it's not a fun thing to have, whatever no. it is. Whatever I had, I, like I say, I believe it was this coronavirus. But I caught a hold of this sucker, and I've got asthma, so. Oh. It, it, and I'm used to like being, you know, choked out by my own body. Sure, but, sure. Um, but this is my advice for people that that might catch it that are older, like myself. I'm I'm 50, which is also weird. But yeah, 60. I'm sure it will be <laughs> weird also. But um, <laughs> but the, I would like to get my hands on the neck of the person who designed this sucker. Whatever they did to it, it was nastier than the flu. I've had flus before, and this right. thing was not the worst flu I've had because I've had it like two, three times probably in my lifetime, but the last time was 15 years ago. But this sucker, it was trying to fill my lungs with, right. with mucus. It, right. I mean, I'm not joking. No, no, no. I get that's It's very common. You know, and I know you're being figurative when you say get your hands on the neck of the person. I think the the interesting piece of this story to me, is always the power of nature. Yeah, and well, it doesn't matter how it happened. No, 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 no. I think, but I, I do think this is important to point out because I don't, these wet markets where you've got ferrets living with chickens and people then serving the eggs and whatever, 
chopping off something, boiling a bat, putting it in broth. I mean, to our east, our, our western viewpoint of uh, of cuisine, it's disgusting, right? It just looks gross. Well, it looks the Chinese piece- are crazy when they eat anything. Well, but I'm just saying, and 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 I really do. I appreciate your comment, but I wanted to, I want to make clear that that we should be very mindful of what happens when we blur lines. And, you know, it's, it's funny to think about sometimes even just thinking about kosher or halal in, um, in, in different religious traditions like Judaism or in Islam, the idea of purity laws on how food is to be separated and prepared and what you don't mix with things. And, you know, there's some real truth to that. And by not doing it, by not having that kind of a wet market, you you are definitely cutting down the chances that something that is has been existing in in area jungles or forests for thousands of years is not going to jump into you know in into a, a densely populated human area. And I think that's what we have to be. That's where the power of nature, the idea of just how easy it is to to trip the wrong uh, switch. And suddenly we've got the coronavirus, COVID-19. Now, remember, we've always had coronaviruses. That's not new. That's the shape of the virus. It looks like a crown, a coronavirus. But this COVID-19, it's a confluence of a couple of things. And I think that's where nature doesn't care about us you know that nature's not here to protect us uh and in some cases maybe we're the virus that nature is trying to get rid of east of the rockies carl is in wichita falls texas carl hey hey I just, uh, nobody's talked about how do you kill this covid virus and i got an idea how to do that how do you do that well we get the uh, both three oxygen generators and we uh make the gas, disperse it in the municipal waterworks, and then just open up the fire plugs and spray down the public squares. Uh, you can also vaporize, uh, put it in vapor form, and run it through circulation systems to, you know, heating and air conditioning. And you can gas public buildings, hospitals, Congress, Capitol, etc. I think some of those methods are what they're using in, or something similar is what they're using. I'm basing it on the videos of what they're doing in China and what they've done in, in South Korea. Um, so I, I think that you, you may actually, if you didn't know about it, I think you may be prophetic on that. And I think that's really interesting. Um, I, we, there are ways of killing it. Heat is one of it. Temperature, high temperature can kill it. Um, but the best, Obviously, the best medicine here is to avoid getting it. Wildcard line, Doc, is in Petaluma, California, on Coast to Coast. Doc? Yeah, thanks for taking my call, Ian. Hey. And uh, I've got a hypothesis for you. Sure. The uh, China was up on the backside of the moon doing whatever they were doing, right? About a year ago? Was it a year ago? Okay. And uh, maybe they brought something back with them and spliced it into a, a, a existing virus and put it out there for, you know, just to see how far it would go. Maybe weaponized it. Why would they do that to their own people, though? 70,000 They don't care about their own people. I don't know about that. I mean, and I don't know that... I mean, you. I don't know if you have some sort of unique insight, but, I mean, to weaponize it and take it to an enemy, that'd be one thing. Then they would have taken it to India. Well, right? it may they have gotten have... away from them, too, you know. I mean, there was also a gentleman that was... What gentleman? 
it was one of the Chinese people that was working at that at that uh, lab, and he was taking the animals from what George was saying, and he's selling them back to the market for people to eat them. Well, I don't know anything. I have no proof of any of that. Yeah, so, I mean, I know there's a lot of anecdotal. What's that? They said that they put him in jail, and, and uh, he's, he's in jail. He made almost a million dollars selling off the uh, the animals okay. market in, in the past years. Like I said, I I haven't seen that story. I that I'm I would be suspicious that anybody would make a million dollars doing that in in Wuhan, uh, China. But I I'm not a. I mean, I I happen to find that the 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 usual scientific explanations of how we got this is pretty common. And there, it's not unusual. So I think maybe part of this is a sense that when you don't hear this story when there's another flu, right? I mean, nobody was like coming up with some. Well, maybe some people were, but I wasn't hearing a lot of conspiracy virus, you know, theories about the last virus that was that put my wife in bed for five days and other people I knew who were sick for a couple of days. I, I think there's something interesting that this one is somehow sparked the imagination and somehow it there needs to be a story large enough to account for it. When I think it's a fool's errand, we, we know enough about how to try to stop this sort of stuff from making the jump. Uh, um, It's not hard. It's not hard to look at the video from that, uh, from the wet markets where this sort of thing comes out of and go, can't do that. That's gross. This is what causes the spread of disease. That's enough for me. Now, if other people need to come up with a larger story to try to explain it, but uh, I'll leave that up to you. But I need evidence if you're going to convince me that something like that is true. And I, so far, I've seen zero evidence on anything. And in fact, all of the people that I would turn to have been pretty clear about it. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.